Welcome to Whiskey and Whiskers Podcast, episode three, version... Uh, Shut up. Anyways. That's actually midweek, isn't it? Is that what this is? Yeah. We're doing uh, Critically Ashamed. Damn. We're doing a little bit different this week. Somebody should listen better. Yeah, what? where you been? We've been talking about this for like two hours in the, the staff meeting. So, Critically Ashamed? This is a new episode of Critically Ashamed. We're your host, Chris. Gator. Blake. And also Chop. Chop. Back again. So, uh, yeah, we used to do Critically Ashamed. We're doing it again. But we're doing a little bit different this week because uh, we're all bringing our own movie that we watched on our own without everybody else. So I it's not this, a I going to have more legs, right? This is going to be more sustainable than trying to get all you fucking animals to watch the same movie. That's just hard. Does yeah. Critically Ashamed need more legs? Sure. All right. And and what I also like about this is that we can uh, we can get a good movie and a bad movie Perhaps in the same episode, so that'll be fun. Or just a bunch of bad movies. It's going to be arachnophobia up in this bitch. Oh, that's a great movie, dude. It's Jeff, really scary, too. Jeff Daniels. Yeah. Wait, I got some arachnophobia in mine, too. Lots of legs, you know? We have... Uh, <laughs> I got you. We have Fuck Jeff Goldblum. Next, we need to do Fuck Jeff Daniels. Yeah, and Jack. Jack. Daniels. Johnson. Oh. No, that's Jeremiah, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so Gator's doing Jeremiah Johnson. How do you know, dude? <laughs> Actually, am I starting it off? Uh, sure. Yeah, so Jeremiah Johnson did. I watched it again. <laughs> no, but seriously, this this won't be much of a surprise either. Uh, when I was like 12, uh, I watched The Last of the Dogmen. So that was like 20 years ago. Tom Berenger. Yeah. It's Tom Berenger and uh, Wil- Wilford, Wilford Brimley. Yeah, he Di- narrates. Diabetes. Yeah, he does say diabetes in the movie too. It's kind of cool. <laughs> I think that's where they got it from. It's awesome. It's the whole fucking. <laughs> yeah. I think like whoever came up with the diabetes like commercial heard him in the movie and they were like, he said diabetes. Perfect. <laughs> Let's get him on this commercial. That's our guy yeah. right there. Yeah. Dude, he is. The, how would you like to be the poster child for diabetes? Yeah. And your voice. He has the voice of diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> and the mustache. And the face. Yeah. His mustache just screams diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> it does though. <laughs> Anytime right. I see somebody with a mustache like that. You know? So what's up with this movie? It's about dogs and men? <laughs> yeah. It's yeah, it's kind of weird. I don't know. It's kind of boring. Dogs are kind of boring. No, it's actually a really cool movie. So uh, it starts off with uh, there is a bus wreck in like the mountains. And this bus is full of convicts. And three of the really bad convicts, of so course. So it's like Con Air, but Con Bus? Yeah, with Wilfred Brimley. And okay. dogs. And diabetes. <laughs> and diabetes dogs? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you so far. So these three dudes, like, they escape and they go run off into the wilderness to try to get away from prison. And uh, they, they hire a bounty hunter. What's his name? Jeremiah uh, Johnson? Tom Berenger? No, what's his, what's his dog? I've been over this. His, his character in the movie. I can't remember what it is. Louis Gates. Yeah, see, Blake's watched it a lot, too. He knows what I'm talking about. Dude, I haven't watched that movie since I was, like, 12, <laughs> and I remember it. Louis Gates, too? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyways, uh, so he goes off and gets on his horse, and he, like... Finds these guys. He tracks them into the woods. Yeah, he's supposed to be catching the fucking. He's a bounty convicts. hunter. Yeah, he's like the best at it up there, and they hire him to go in and do it. Does he got an old red? Mm. He does. Yeah. What's his name? Uh, it's it's I don't know Duke. It's something like that. Yeah, yeah. He's a cool. He's like a little uh, like a blue healer kind of looking dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He's cool. He's real cool. And uh, Zip. Yeah. Oh, his name's Zip. Okay. Man, goddamn, Blake. Dude, I don't know why my brain keeps certain certain things, but yeah. 
Uh, they go out and uh, right when they're about to find these guys, they like get murdered mysteriously Uh-oh. and he can't figure it out. But then he finds a broken arrow. Wait, that's a movie. All on its own. Yeah, Broken Arrow, John Travolta, uh-huh. and Christian Slater. Yeah. Yeah. So in comes Christian Slater, and it turns out he's Wilford Brimley's like grandson or something. And uh, no, that actually didn't happen. So he finds this arrow, and he's like, what the fuck? And he takes it to this like super hot anthropologist bitch, and they end up falling in love, and they go out looking for where this arrow came from. <laughs> You're horrible at setting this up. <laughs> no, so he takes it to her, and she's like, you know, You're crazy. You know, there's no way this is like real. You probably got this from like a antique shop or something. He's like, "Fuck you, ho! I'm out of here." And then he goes to her house because because, because the gist of it is like this is a this is an arrow that like made in the fashion the Indians would make an arrow, but carbon dating shows that it's new, not old. Right, right. So she's like, he found a professional or, or something, but like this isn't an old arrow. This is a this is a authentic fake. replica. Yeah, yeah. But it turns out it's not. So. Th- yeah, Blake's trying to. <laughs> There's motherfucking Indians up in the hills, bro. Yeah, that's- bro. They're in the Oxbow, bro. The Oxbow. So that's the whole point of the movie is them going out and trying to find these people. Oh, but they're not. But they're not Indians. We can't call them Indians. No. So when you first said, when you first said your movie, I totally was mistaking it for Dogtown USA. What the hell is escape, that? Which is a skateboarding movie. <laughs> well, this is a skateboarding movie too, <laughs> but we can't give away that part of the movie. Spoilers ahead. Yeah. Nah, so so Tom Berenger goes into the woods with his horse and his dog, and he finds this arrow, and he finds the dead guys, and he's like, there's fucking Indians. I saw an Indian. And she's like, nah, you're crazy. And he's like, shut up. And then they go to the woods together, and they fuck, and then they find the Indians. Yeah, but it goes down all crazy because they shoot his dog. And then he has a – and then they, like, make friends with these Indians, but they're – you know, they've been living in this – Oxbow forever. It's based on a book called The Oxbow Incident. But they got like TVs and shit like that. So. <laughs> they're alcoholics. No. <laughs> they're, they're, uh, they're legit Indians. They're like Native Americans hiding in the in the woods. Yeah. And they've been sealed off by, I don't know, fucking something. Yeah. And uh, I guess a, an avalanche or something opened up the passageway and they could get back. Anyway, so not like a portal or something. Literally like a physical barrier yeah. that kept them... Isolated from society, yeah. Yeah. So, like, they've seen airplanes. That's what was the the part that was cool that I remember um, is that like they've seen they see airplanes flying over and they're asking the girl who can speak whatever language they speak Cherokee, and uh, they ask her like, "What's up with that?" And she's like, "Oh, that's people." And they're like, they laugh at her and shit. And she's like, "Oh yeah, we landed on the moon." And they laugh at her and shit. Yeah. And then they go. It's it's like this clash of of old meets new. You know, like right. Uh, they go into this room, Tom Berenger goes into this room and they've got shit that they found from like miners and like hikers and just thrown in a So there's like a hiking bag over here and a walking stick. And then over here, there's like a crate of TNT from like miners from the 1800s, you know? It sounds exactly like first night with Martin Lawrence where he goes back in time and mm-hmm. <laughs> to Camelot. It's basically, it's basically the same movie. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. But with Jeremiah Johnson instead of Martin Lawrence. Got it. Yeah. Very Wait. Jeremiah Johnson. Okay. So what I've gotten out of this, what I've gotten out of this so far is uh, diabetes guy and dog the bounty hunter fucking <laughs> find Indians, and then one of them goes full John Wick after this dog gets shot. Yep. Yeah, he's no, okay. but he's not fighting the Indians. He he makes friends with the Indians. It's got the guy that plays the Indian in all the movies, you know. Yeah. Oh him, yeah. Lou Diamond Phillips, <laughs> and then uh, he makes friends with the Indians, and and I guess one of the Indians, the, the chief's son or something, gets shot with a shotgun. 
So he's get, he's got like an infected leg or something. And Tom Berenger's like, you have to let me go. So no, I, they need they need diabetes medication. So he has to go back in town and steal it. Yeah. So he's going back in town to get the diabetes. And and then they go full Rambo for a while where he like tears up the town and jumps his horse over a police car and stuff. Kicking cops in the face and stuff. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Yeah, dude. And his solution to everything is just like punch him in the face. Yeah. He punches the Indian bro in the face. <laughs> the Indian's like, you're our prisoner. And so he punches him in the face and he's like, that's for my dog. Yeah. I'm Tom Berenger. He's and like, I get even. He's like, you may not understand my words, but you get my meaning, don't you? <laughs> yeah. And then they're like, all right, cool. Go get medicine. And so he goes into town and he like punches the fucking pharmacist. <laughs> yeah. He's like, give me the medicine. The pharmacist's like, no. So he punches the pharmacist. <laughs> Hell yeah. You need a prescription for diabetes medication. And then uh, Dennehy is like, hey, you can't fucking ride your horse in town and fucking punch people for diabetes. So he punches him in the face and jumps his horse over the cop cars. Yeah. It sounds like my kind of movie. We're going to have to check it out. Dude, yeah. And then he gets the diabetes medication to the Indian guy. (laughs) And they get the, they get the dynamite because now like everybody's after him, right? Because he punched everybody in the face in town. Like like, people are just out there like now getting dynamite and shit. He's riding on a horse, so they get a fucking helicopter after his ass, and they follow him all the way back, and he blows up the fucking camp, so, like, people can't get in there. Yeah, now it's impossible, except with the helicopter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when are they going to make or an airplane? A, when are they going to make a Rambo versus G.I. Joe? That's kind of what was going on here. It was, it, this was Jeremiah Johnson in the 21st meets 21st century <laughs> slash Rambo. Just record shop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was very Rambo. Nice. Like, Jeremiah Johnson, uh, the original, didn't touch on any of that kind of stuff. Is it John Dennehy? John Dennehy, Patrick? It's something Dennehy is the cop from Rambo. And it's he, basically the same guy. Yeah, the guy from uh, this movie, the head cop, looks like uh, Red from uh, that 70s show. Is it the same guy? I love that 70s show. Sure. we can. It looks just like him. We can lie about it. Yeah, Dude, good. it's that guy. If he was in there, he was he was putting foots and asses. The thing, so there's a, <laughs> there's a twisted story. Like, So the sheriff who's like making him go look for the... The criminals and the same guy who's going after him to kill him after he punches everybody in the face. <laughs> I guess he was married to his daughter for a while, and then his daughter like drowned under his watch. So he was like, fuck so the, you. So the dad punches him in the face? Yeah, and they punch each other for a while. <laughs> and then he, he had diabetes, and that was it. And he went and lived with the Indians after that. Native Americans, sorry. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much the end of the movie. He goes off and bangs the anthropologist with all the fucking natives, and they like. No, I think the anthropologist stays there, doesn't she? She he goes with her. Remember at the end, he's like, "Fuck this." Oh, he goes back so. out there. I didn't. Remember. I thought he comes back to his side and he blows it up, and he's going to protect it from the outside, and she's going to protect it from the inside. But then he goes and rejoins her. Oh, that's yeah. lame. Yeah. Now they're going to have like a. <laughs> the Indians are like, "We don't want you here. You I punch know. everybody in the face. You're going to mess up our DNA, bro. That's the real problem." Now there won't be any left. Hell yeah. So yeah, Last of the Dogmen. Yeah, it's actually a really good movie. It's You can tell it's a book. And if you don't know, Tom Berenger is the guy that played uh, Sniper, the original Sniper. He was also oh, uh, yeah. the substitute. He is in, uh, he's in a lot Apocalypse of Apocalypse Now, or which, which Vietnam movie? No, he's in Platoon. 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 Yeah. Shotgun. Dude, he's so cool. He's like dipping and shooting whiskey and like punching people in the face. It's so <laughs> awesome. Hell yeah. I can dig it. Stealing diabetes medication. Last of the Dogmen. Yeah. So, yeah. would you say it's? It, yeah, you said it was good. Oh, it's a great movie. It's uh, it doesn't have a whole lot of special effects, so it probably still holds up. I don't know. I haven't watched it since. Yeah, it's really. School, but. It's really not that. I guess the explosion at the end is kind of goofy. They just have like a cutout of a dude on a horse. Remember, he <laughs> shoots it with a fucking arrow and it blows up. 
<laughs> They're in the cave tunnel. He shoots it with an arrow. Does Tom Berenger shoot it? With no, Tom Berenger's getting his ass kicked by all the cops to come in there and start assaulting him and being fucking not right to Stop him. Stop resisting. Abusing his rights and shit. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to subpoena him for shit. And he's like, no. And then the, and the Native American guy's in there. And so they beat up Tom Berenger just because he like got in good and became friends with the Mexicans? Yeah. yeah, pretty much. And they want to go kill all the natives. That's the whole thing. <laughs> That's what they're trying to scare you of. Remember he has that bad dream, that like premonition? When they're all like hanging out and having like a great like Native American a party. Powwow? Yeah. Powwow, exactly. And then like all the guys on horses come in and like the straight line and the helicopters are all lined up and he like runs out and he's like, No and they, and they just, kill everybody. Platoon style. Yeah, it's bad. Women, children, it was bloody. But then he woke up and he was just hung over really bad. <laughs> it wasn't anything. Uh, dude, I've seen it. It's good. It is a really good movie. Sweet. I'm down. I'll watch it. Yeah, that's my bit. What was that? Yeah. 15 minutes of talking about bullshit? <laughs> <laughs> that's probably going to be the most fun on, the, like, on this episode. It's got, it's got legs. Yeah. It's got legs. Well, uh, I'll, I'll follow that up because mine yeah. has like no plot at all. Uh, it's going to be like very different. Um so I watched Monster Hunter, which is based off the video game series. Is that um, Mila Jovovich? Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, Mila, Mia Jovovich. And uh, it's got Ron Perlman and uh, T.I. He's no just... shitty like action movie is complete without a wash-up rapper. Wait, T.I.'s out of prison? I guess. Whoa. He's acting now. Dude, Just if you just say Ron Perlman, that's enough to get me to watch it. Is he the guy from the comedy tour with... He's Hellboy. It's Ron White. No. Oh. <laughs> Ron Perlman is Hellboy. Also, Sons of Anarchy. He's the he's the old guy. Sons of Anarchy. Yeah. He's also in Quest for Fire, which you need to check out. You'll like that a lot. Oh, I've seen parts of that. Yeah, he's the caveman that really is a caveman. He also narrates UFC now, which is pretty dope. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool. Uh, on UFC? Yeah. So Yeah, he's on. So they fight monsters? Yeah, basically. So the entire plot, it's kind of like, uh, just don't ask any fucking questions kind of thing. It's one of those stories. So there's like an army convoy that gets teleported to another dimension or something. And then as soon as they get teleported, there's fucking monsters everywhere. Fuck, and of so like, <laughs> I mean, it's another dimension. Yeah. Duh. So yeah, like a giant monster starts trying to fuck them up. They run away. They get fucked up by a bunch of spiders. And then some dude that lives in the universe, like kind of saves uh, Mia Jovovich. And then they fight monsters <laughs> some more. <laughs> And then she's trying to go back to her world, but they have to fight more monsters to do that. And let me guess, then, there's a big monster, and they have to stop it from being a big monster? Uh, no, they st- they keep it a big monster, but they do have to fight it. It does make it back to her world, though. Which I was about to say, they got to go full Lost World with it and take the monster back. Yeah, yeah. so they kill one in our world, and then they go back, and yeah, that's that's pretty much the whole plot. It's basically just fighting monsters the entire time. And Jeremiah Johnson in space? At least they, Extra named, dimensional at least they named it appropriately. Yeah. Uh, Were the monsters so scary? This, yeah, yeah, they are for sure. Did you get um, scared? Uh, there's one part that's creepy as a fuck for sure. Uh, there's it's like mixture of alien and also spiders. So there's like spiders jumping out of people's rib cages and shit. You know? Oh shit! Yeah, that yeah. can trigger gets, some people. It gets kind of fucked up. Um, but so this movie is like perfect if you don't want to pay attention but just want like gratuitous action sequences because there's like almost no plot and they're fighting a monster i would say at least 75 80 percent of the time yeah i can dig it so good shit for that yeah it's uh it's honestly not that good but it's not like bad either it's just hey where do you pointless where where do you watch it and is it still 30 dollars uh i watched it on stars i think is it on stars 
Yeah. Dope. If it's on stars, it's free. I already have stars. Yeah, it's on stars. And uh, yeah, I don't know. It's not that long. I think it's like an hour and a half, hour 45, something like that. But really good, again, for just like some background gratuitous, gratuitous action scenes, like just for no reason. I was going to say, don't you don't really plot. want four hours of Mila Jovovich fighting monsters. Like that shit could probably get old. Yeah. But for an hour and a half. Yeah, pretty solid. Yeah. And for those of you that don't know, Mia Jovovich is the girl from Two Hours Tops if it's if it's the right girl in the in the right soundtrack. So she was the girl from uh The Fifth Element. Yeah. Oh, I remember her now. Also The uh, Perfect Being. Isn't she in all like the Van Helsing movies and shit? No, she's in Resident Evil. Yeah. Resident uh, Evil is the big one, yeah. yeah. I wonder if she's a gamer now that I'm thinking about it. So Monster Hunter's based on a game and then all the Resident Evil shit. Wait, what was mm-hmm. she is a game, bro. She's a computer game person. What was the one with the vampires in the Underworld? That's Underworld. Kate Beckinsale. Oh, yeah, yeah that's Kate, Kate Beckinsale. Beckinsale. Different thing. That's Which, cool. That's a cool thing. <laughs> it's a cool thing for sure. <laughs> yeah, I can watch her for a couple hours fighting monsters for sure. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, can we make five or six really? of these motherfuckers? You're like, yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which one is this? It's like seven. I don't know. She's fighting vampires, but she's a vampire. Yeah, that's pretty much it. So, Chop, I, I kind of picked the same movie, bro. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going the new Suicide Squad. So I I'm I had the opportunity to watch the new Suicide Squad and I didn't because the old Suicide Squad was so bad. Yeah, the old yeah yeah that's that's definitely a thing. So the third one is what the first one should have been. Oh, I guess this is the third one because they did Birds of Prey. I actually watched all the Birds of Prey and it was I don't know it was gr- girl power, but I mean it was all right I guess. Yeah yeah. So, Margaret Robbie's really good in it. Yeah um, yeah she's another one of those. Can watch her for a couple hours. Is she in this one? Yeah, she's in this one. Okay, good. Um, she's in this one, but here's the, here's the big difference is they, they let James Gunn take it and do his own thing and didn't tie him back to like hardly any of the story, like, or even the characters, like some of the characters have tattoos removed or added, or you know what I'm saying? Like they really kind of let him go with it. And, uh, James Gunn is the one that did the first two guardians of the galaxy, which were both great, which were both fucking great. And that was before, you know, he had a fallen out with Marvel. And, uh, and so he came over to DC and they let him do a suicide squad. And of course he just fucking nailed it. He just, he just nailed it. It's, 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 it's really great. It's exactly what you want it to be. Uh, he put a dope soundtrack to it. Uh, he, he did it well. Is it all the same characters? No. No, there's or a, actors, I guess, is what like I'm Margot asking. Robbie's like one of the only ones that stays, maybe like two or three others. That's it. Not like Will Smith. Uh, uh-uh, he's not in it. What about uh, the guy that played Joker in the original one uh, from 30 Seconds Jared, of Mars? Jared Leto. Jared Leto. Yeah. Nope. Jared Leto's not in it. Oh, man. I wanted to see a good version of his Joker. There's not a Joker there. He didn't do a Joker at all. Damn. Yep. Nope. He actually steered the story away from the Joker and it, and, and he steered her uh, Margot Robbie's character away from the Joker, too. That's probably good. Like I, it's it's the first one where you like she's like moved on and it's apparent by just how she acts and yeah, stuff. Yeah, she's got know? her own story. Dude. Yeah, she doesn't need the Joker. Exactly. She doesn't need no man. <laughs> no, I like that. Uh, I feel like everybody's expecting the Joker. Everybody, like I want the Joker, but the reason I want the Joker is because we've had two great Jokers. It's not going to happen lately. there though. There's about to be another Batman series pretty soon, which I'm excited about. So, and the Joker's just such an interesting character, and if the guy, if the person that's playing him nails it. I mean, that's what people want. That's what people want to see. Yeah, Joaquin Phoenix nailed it too. So, but he did it well. But it's it, it'll also get played out. You have to be careful about like giving the people exactly what they want because then they're like, "Fuck this." See, I feel like Jared Leto was robbed by the movie. Yeah, you know, like, yeah. I feel like he could have had a really solid Joker. His Joker looked interesting. Yeah, like, I was, I was like totally this guy looks intrigued. Fucking... Yeah, and then totally let down by the movie. 
So this Suicide Squad was different, like, and, and I guess maybe also like I've lowered the bar because the first two were were pretty bad, you know. So like you kind of go in and you're like, oh, whatever. But it, it's also better. They let go of like it's dark, it's dark, and like highly inappropriate. <laughs> well, that's cool. I'm gonna check that out. That's I bet that's good. So it's not PG. No, it's R. It's an R rated uh, film for okay. sure. Good to know. Which yeah, is how it, it needs to be, dude. And and I I watched it after like my kids had all already watched it or whatever. And I was it was this was like Friday night, but they were still in summertime mode, so they all watched it during the day, you know. And uh and so I watched it that night, and I got like ten minutes into it maybe, and was like, oh shit, I can't believe the kids watched this. <laughs> I'm a terrible parent. <laughs> that's pretty awesome. So is it just violent? It's it's violent. It's a, a, a lot of like uh, sexual and drug references, and uh, it's it's like think think like Deadpool meets fucking Suicide Squad, bro. Nice, I could dig it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm down. What's the uh, what's the general vibe of like Reddit and and the internet and stuff? I have no idea. I don't, I don't you know. ought to know that, Blake. Yeah, I don't really pay attention to that shit. I I know that I've seen a lot of things that like a lot of a lot of people posting shit like. This is the one that the first one should have been like. They should have done it Chomp, better the whole time. You have a you have a computer in front of you, don't you? Yeah. What's the Rotten Tomatoes on the new Suicide Squad? Ninety one. What about if you separate it, critics versus the the masses or whatever? Um, audience score eighty three. Okay. It's, and the and the critics say it's a ninety one. Yeah. It's still a Suicide Squad. Hmm. You know, but it's actually it's good. All right, so what's the original uh, Suicide Squad? How does it rate on, on Rotten Tomatoes? Terribly. Uh, Just for reference. <laughs> uh, 26 from critics and 59 on audience. Ooh, yeah. yeah, okay. Dang. So <laughs> pretty across the board. Everyone thinks this one's way better. Dang. Yeah. All right, cool. Yeah, I'll check it out. Uh, are, are, are we done with sure. that one? So, so I watched... Uh, superhero movie also, but it's one that we've talked about on the show, and it's one that uh, everyone should watch. V for Vendetta. And I watched it because um, we went on vacation, and, and this uh, young guy came and, and was, like, just graduated high school or whatever. We were talking, bullshitting. He was going to house it for us, and, and we got to talking about, like, superhero shit. And I was like, hey, dude, have you seen V for Vendetta? And he was like, no. And I was like, oh, bro. That's the best one. And I was like, here, this is before all the fucking superhero movies went turned to bullshit right and so he started watching it and we left for vacation and i came back and he was like dude that movie's fucking cool and i was like i know right <laughs> so and, and then of course i watched it like a couple days later after we got home or whatever just because i had to you had to yeah uh but that's re- to do with the mask right yeah the guy fox mask and the reason i bring it up now because i've i think i've watched a couple other movies also that i thought about talking about uh, Congo is an honorable mention. Oh yeah, great book. But uh, Amy Good Gorilla. But yeah, isn't that Michael Crichton? I think it is. Yeah, yeah Jurassic Park, so. same guy. Um, but uh, no, I, I thought of I thought I'd do V for Vendetta on this one because uh, November's coming up. Yeah, remember, and you have to, remember the 5th and of you November. have to watch it on the fifth of November. That's creepy. So everybody needs to go with me for V for Vendetta on the fifth of November. Yeah, I'm, I'm giving you a heads up. I'm reminding you. There's a couple. Yeah, you're reminding me in August. Thanks, bro. Yeah, uh, that's really gonna help. Uh, yeah, I guess it's still three months away. <laughs> fuck. There's, there's a, yeah, there's a couple that are yearly, right? Like you watch Lonesome Dove in the springtime, and you watch fucking uh, V for Vendetta on November fifth. Mm-hmm. And you watch the sound, which is a nice transition time. away from the horror movies that you watch on October thirty first, and or the World Series if that's on. 
So, uh, V for Vendetta is a dystopian future. And dude, it's one of those movies that like every year it gets more and more real. Yeah. You know? Uh, so it used to be a lot of fun because you're like, look, it could really be like this if shit went crazy. And now it's like, I don't know, dude, it's totally like this right now. Like, oh, what the fuck? Man. I don't want to watch that. But, but it, I don't know. It gives you some hope because like there's this motherfucker that's just like giving his middle fingers to everybody. Oh, and it's also cool. Uh, I think his name is John Hurt. Sounds I think, right. Is the, the bad guy. He's like the, the big brother character in V for Vendetta. Well, people that are into the like sci-fi dystopian future shit, um, that guy that's playing the big brother character in V for Vendetta played the good character, like the good guy in the original uh, 80s version of 1984. Oh, wow. So he's got two of like one of the two of the best like dystopian future movies and it's got the same guy in it, but on different sides of the coin. Right. Yeah. And he does awesome on on either side. Like he's just an amazing actor. Um, so in this one, he's like the giant face on the screen. That's like, you know, faith, faith, unity, trust, and, you know, setting curfews. And I, I want this song destroyed. I don't ever want to hear it again. Like he's just screaming at people and canceling Damn, shit. Cancel culture. Bro. Yeah. Yeah. And then using fear mongering. He's like, like, I want them to, to justify know. it. Like he plays like shit's all fucked up in their whole rest of the world. And there's like zombies in America and I super want them problems. to know why they need us. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty brutal. But it's a lot of fun. And then uh, you know, the it's guy, a lot of fun. And then the guy Fox character is just like, I don't know, I'm gonna blow up a bunch of shit and not do what you tell me. He's yeah. definitely got a fuck you, I don't do what you tell me vibe. Yeah, he probably uh, listened to a lot of Rage Against the Machine when he was a teenager. Uh, yeah. He definitely had a list and was like walking down the list and killing everybody. Oh uh, yeah, he's throwing knives and fucking yeah. I don't know. Yeah, Beaver Vendetta. Uh, it's got. Uh, oh shit. I'm gonna. This is the first name I'm gonna blank on on this episode. Uh, it's the guy that played Elrond. He also played uh, Agent Smith in The Matrix. Elrond in Lord of the Rings. Uh, is that the blonde guy? Uh, Hugo Weaving. Oh. Boom! Nailed it. Got it. Nice. It's, it's Hugo Weaving. You got a poster of him in your uh, bedroom, right? He plays V, but then it also has um, Fry, the the British actor. Fryer Tuck. And then it also has uh, Natalie Portman, and Natalie Portman's great in everything that she's in. So yeah, like Star Wars. Yeah, she is in Star Wars. She's great in Star Wars. <laughs> you didn't even know she was in Star Wars. I know she's in Star Wars. She's Padme Amidala, okay, motherfucker. Okay. I thought you were just spouting shit. No. Yeah, she really is in Star Wars. I, if I said Jeremiah Johnson or Planet of the Apes or something, then yeah. But So yeah, uh, if you haven't seen View for Vendetta, take the opportunity on November 5th and check that out. Yeah, I support that message. Yeah, I do too. All right, guys. Well, the Whiskey and Whiskers website is up. It's whiskeyandwhiskerspodcast.com. From there, you can find links to everywhere you like to listen. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Spotify, Google Play, all your favorite podcasting apps. Uh, we're also on the That's Not Canon Network. Um, they've got all kinds of different podcasts, so you don't have to be just into the, our shit. You can be into, you know, a romance podcasts or crime podcasts or sports podcasts. Doesn't matter. They've got all of them, and they're all good. Uh, so give them a click. Um, you can also click the Bad Motherfucker link, and I really think you should do that. And you can start pledging for us. That's our Patreon page. You can start pledging to us for just one dollar, or you can go up up to a thousand dollars a month if you're a bad motherfucker. Get a free rim job. Uh, we got new episodes every Monday, new con- content all the time. We'll see you next week.